We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 315 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. Hopefully, we are now over the technical hurdles that were haunting us the last couple of days. Um, is it, is say, the internet fixed? I have no idea. I, I don't know even what the internet is enough to describe it. <laughs> what somebody, is the but... internet anyway? Does anybody know? <laughs> anyway, uh, do you know, Kellen? No, the internet was annoying last night. <laughs> was it was it bad on IRL too? Uh, no, no, no. IRL went. Phil was there too. Yeah. Um, Hi. Yeah. So yeah, IRL went smooth. Uh, as far as I mean, I don't know if you noticed anything. No hiccups, but upload speeds were abysmal. Oh yeah, you afterwards. were whining about that, weren't you? I was crying. You so <laughs> were crying. He, he was. So he was upset. like. He was like this. He's like. It made you so upset that you went up to the pop culture studio and, you know, probably took one of our snacks. I did. I did, actually. You guys, so... <laughs> As a consolation. They have these... Uh, you guys have to try them if you haven't. There's these new Lemon Perfect Hydrating Lemon Water. Zero sugar. They're <laughs> Are good, you doing man. product placement without any <clears throat> compensation? Uh, I'm just reading the label, Mary. No, he's getting compensated. It's just on the download. Yeah. Okay. No taxes on he's that He's sure that That's Tim's not lemon. watching right now. Oh, big lemon. Big I lemon love, water. Like, it is, a, it is a tradition that Kellen comes up and steals things from this studio, and then I go walk into IRL after IRL, and, and I go take drinks from that studio. I will be partaking in this. Uh, yes. You're, you're always so. welcome. You're always welcome. Uh, oh, oh, that's the wrong screen. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about director Sam Levinson. He is the creator of Euphoria. He has a new series coming out called The Idol, and some of the people involved in it aren't very happy with the rewrites. He got, he got hired on like halfway through. They got rid of the original showrunner, and they hired him on, and he made some very specific rewrites that people are not happy with. I, I actually posted about it on Twitter last night. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that Amazon and uh, and Warner Brothers are both going to be ruining Lord of the Rings, because it's not something you should still be making, if you if you ask me. I, I think the time is gone as far as the, the magic on those things. So we will be discussing, yeah. They're competing for who can make the worst version. Or maybe it's the least bad version. They're like, who's going to make the least bad version of it? And Warner Brothers like, hey, The Hobbit wasn't too bad. So we'll we'll, we'll give it a shot. We're going to talk about this upcoming Pornhub documentary. Uh, I swear, it's for research purposes. It's Pornhub documentary. We're going to talk about uh, its links to uh, uh, sex trafficking. We can say that, right? I think we can say that. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. So we're we're going to have to find out. I'm not saying Cornhub the whole day. I'm not doing that. Oh, do you? Didn't they do that for April Fool's one year? Did they? Yeah, they changed the logo on April Fool's Day to like a uh, look. Well, they like may corn. be they, they yeah. may be uh, sex traffickers, but they're sex traffickers with a sense of humor. So isn't that funny? So we're, we're going to talk about that. Wow. And we're going to talk about Donnie Yen. <laughs> The actor Donnie Yen, who has a problem with some of the names being used in the John Wick franchise, he said that they contained racist stereotypes. We will get into that. We got a bunch of other stuff. All right. Thank you. X-Files theme? Like it? What do you think? (laughs) Who's talking? Woody Harrelson from, from Saturday Night Live. 
I'm looking uh, for current yeah. events for like inspiration for my crisis parties. That's creepy. This you need to make this use that audio, yeah. put it into a short with just like weird dystopian black and white footage with the same exact audio. Yeah. And cool. the and the the scream at the end there. That's the one of the lady at the Trump inauguration. He goes no, uh, screams to the high heavens. So internet class. Yes. So we got all that stuff to talk about. We got some other things first. Do we not marry? Yes, we mm. do. We've got cringe of the day. Couple things actually. Let's uh, let's do the the. Uh, the the go woke go broke one first. Okay. Okay. This so, is really bad. So okay, guys, let's did you, let's. Do you let's, thank the super chat? Uh, we, we we get to. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. yeah, we get to that. We get to that. Uh, so okay, so here's the first one. This is is go woke go broke. I get woke go broke. It's not go woke. Go yeah, broke. that's dumb. Come on, here we go. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. <sighs> of course it's Canada. Yep. And as if the feminist M&M campaign wasn't enough yeah. to demoralize you. What does that mean? Now we Her have feminist Hershey's. Hershey's. You know who it looks like? Do you, I don't remember the actor's name. Did you ever see Gotham? The the actor who plays uh, the actor who plays Jeremiah. He plays their proto Joker in that show. He looks like that actor, the redheaded kid mm -hmm. from that show. I, you might be misgendering. Or they. Some or, or, they, or them her, out there. Or whatever they are. Like, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean to be mean. Her for she? Yeah. I love that it also names the person and says their it's age Cameron as Monaghan. if anyone cares. Uh, the actor's name's Cameron Monaghan. I just, I, I I've never seen this it. person okay. in my life. I have, to, I have to say it if I remember it, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this. Well, first of all, this is You're cool. not supposed to. What does the 2SL stand for in... in in um, LGBTQIA+. Two-spirit or something? Oh, oh yeah, two-spirit. Oh, that's, that's, that's Isn't like... Is this person that's even throwback. Native American? It's, okay, I don't well, know like, if they're Native American. Like the brother awesome bear, two-spirit? Like, well, I mean, it's it's one step away from your sign being a, an LGBT. Let's uh, go. That's that's literally so what it is. crystal chicks are getting in on this now. It's, it's, it's Native American... Uh, spirituality or something yeah. like that i don't know how it actually fits in with the lgbtq uh identity movement I aside that from that was the fact a... that it's just uh aside from the fact that it's from from first nations people up in canada they call them first nations <laughs> but didn't they consider lg like gay people to be of two spirits like that was a thing no in, in it's the... not a thing at all it's the way that they've retconned history yeah. to convince everyone yes. that non-binary isn't a new invention so it's multiple personality disorder ah oh, hey that's a good one they could add that i don't know good. i also like all it. of this stuff eventually <laughs> the it'll just be whole, all the letters the whole q like the whole q part of the lgbtq <laughs> the political part the of it plus. it's all just mental illness yeah. If it's plus, it's like plus a whole lot of crazy. This also reminds me of the he for she campaign that Emma Watson did, uh, that speech for the UN back in the like 2015 or something. She had that like picture. She did cut. this, yeah, she did this speech about feminism for like mm -hmm. this he for she thing. I never heard anything else about it. I just watched a bunch of videos roasting her speech. <laughs> Remember that photo of her last year where she looked really sickly thin? Did you, did you see that one? She I don't think that she looked sickly. I think she just—it was the matted hair that ruined that that did it. She she it looked just, sickly. She her looked hair was, normal yeah. in other photos of the event. You know, they 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 already have the perfect spokesperson for uh, a Hershey's chocolate bar campaign. Who? Uh, Lizzo. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. People, that's people perfect. who use the product. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I Lizzo. can't imagine like someone in the boardroom who was like, guys, her. 
she <laughs> like they thought that was the most genius move ever well that's the same person who put like herstory and uh, exactly and, and yeah and and shiro shiro is worse or her row like hero but it's her MCU. when they said mcu that could have just as easily been uh feminist coming yeah. up with it yep. not just, someone making fun of them is what it's what cancer sounds like yep. <laughs> all right we got one more we <laughs> he sent me this one last night uh yeah. okay. someone on instagram sent me this i think uh and then i sent it to brett let us watch my daughter is picking which college she wants to go to and right now the number one pick is in first place because they offer free movie nights this one time like five fucking years ago they show a kevin hart movie before it goes out in theaters as soon as the credits run he stands up and does this impromptu comedy show for all the college kids. This may seem like a completely random way to pick a school, but actually, the apple does not fall far from the tree. Because this is how I go to the movies. Free? <laughs> for me. The question is, is that how you get drinks into the movie theater now if you want to bring alcohol into okay. a movie theater? The glowing lights under her shirt might be say. a dead giveaway. <laughs> I was like, there's no way those look natural. What, but, those are so, like, it's like who, hard plastic. Who is going to call you out, though? Exactly. I like They'll the like, idea. Are those though. natural? Like, are they going to do I do that? like the idea that there's an employee so gung-ho that they're going to, like, literally there's go in. Oh, those are not real, manager ma'am. manager out ma'am. there who is going to, like, have a moment straight out of the office. Yep. <laughs> and that will happen. And, like, you know, there's somebody that takes their job that seriously. You know, they made it to manager very quickly. They love working uh, for that theater chain. It's going to happen. I mean, this seems like a good idea. The for vodka festivals. to crayon ratio is crazy in this example. <laughs> uh, and we've got one more, a follow-up of sorts, do we not, mm-hmm. Mary? Yeah, we have a follow-up to Spitgate, if oh, you remember yes. it. What was Spitgate? Uh, it's been a while, but when oh, Don't yeah. Worry Darling was getting promoed. Best movie. Um, most of what was talked about was the drama that happened on set or uh, allegations of things that happened on set. And then uh, when they were at, I believe, Cannes Film Festival, right? Yeah. Um, it, premiering the movie, there was this shot of Harry Styles going back to his seat and he, he just like turns to Chris Pine for a second. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. In a way that makes it look like he just spit on on Chris Pine. It, like he bends and over Chris in a way Pine, that like, isn't normal. Reacts and he stops clapping and he's like, he just reacts like that. Yeah. So he's flinching at something. Well, Chris Pine is saying that this is not what now happened. Now Chris Pine is trying to rewrite history. He said, Harry did not spit on me. Yep. He's a very, very kind guy. Doesn't mean he's not stupid and just doesn't understand that you're not supposed to spit on people. <laughs> Harry Styles is dumb. He also so it's said, uh, we have this little joke because we're all jet lagged. Mm. We're all trying to answer these questions. And sometimes when you're doing these press things, your brain goes befuddled and you start speaking gibberish. But it's just words, man. I understand that. I do that all the time. He's saying that because Harry 
Harry Styles seemed to not know anything about the movie when he was asked <laughs> basic questions. I mean, if you're overtired it. and you're, you know, I, I get the I get the idea there, but I just don't know if I buy that. I would buy Chris Pine being like jet lagged and not knowing what to say. I just don't buy that Harry Styles knows what to say. They're at both all. equally media trained. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense that Harry's answers were basically, "It was a movie. <laughs> it was really cool to act in the movie." You know, it's, uh, and it's the like, most movie movie I've ever movied. Could you find someone <laughs> slightly more eloquent? And they're like, no, we cannot find someone slightly more eloquent. Because Olivia Wilde likes himbos. <laughs> well, and, and he brings in the, the young women demographic. Does he, though? He does. I Do like young women know. go to movies to see young men? Oh, okay, here's a debate that somebody was <laughs> having yesterday. Who's, uh, who's more likely to have a celebrity crush, men or women? Men, obviously. Men. I mean, me. You? No. No? You think men? It's definitely no, no, men. I'm second guessing myself. I, I'm th Other women than, are the ones okay. with posters of like boy That's, bands in their room. Boy bands and like teen idols is a thing. But once you reach adulthood, I think men are way more likely to have like, if you ask them what's your celebrity crush, they immediately have an answer. But women don't. Plenty really. of couples no, have like their list of five that they're allowed to to cheat on their spouse with if they if they're together. Oh, that, that's the, they're, 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 Those people are not couples for long. No, no. they're not. They're not. Well, I mean, also they're they're maybe it's just you you respect them because they're pie in the sky dreamers who believe that it's actually going to happen. No, <laughs> I would. Uh, I would I'm, say, I'm full thumbs down on that on that kind of yeah. stuff. I would say women are more likely to have a celebrity crush. That's what I you thought. said. Men at first. Yeah, what made yeah, you change because, your mind. Men are just more likely to have a crush in general. Yeah, they're they're gonna get a crush on somebody but celebrity that celebrity uh... specific. I'm gonna say women because like there's something about the fame and like mm. just the lifestyle too. Men like if you if if there's a woman that's hot, they're gonna be like, oh. You oh, can find yeah. a hot girl at the grocery store. Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. Like it's so common to see hot women that if you see a genuinely like ten out of ten man in your life, that's like a once or maybe twice in a lifetime experience to meet someone that looks mm -hmm. like that. But hot women are just all over the place. I have so it's many not, thoughts it's, here. It's no, crazy. first of all, hot it's women crazy. are not all the way, not all over the place. They, they, well, they are. Less, no. the it's getting, part, no. it's becoming no, more rare. No, no, the reason, no, they're not because the average person in America is overweight now. Yep. So that means sure. hot women are not everywhere. That means mm. the average person is unattractive. Yep. I see more. I mean, it's also different by age range. Sure, but you're but right. People I mistake mean, people mistake young for hot too. Like a pretty sure, woman sure, sure. that's like a, a pretty woman that's 23, 24. When she's forty, she she might not be pretty anymore. Like, but if a woman that w is pretty at forty, she was really, really, really pretty at twenty three. For sure. So I mean, uh, yeah, the health is definitely yeah makes us unattractive. But and what, makes, always... and what makes a man attractive to women and what would make a woman have a crush on him is a whole slew of things. It's not just if he's good looking. Right. Yeah, that's all, that's all I'm saying. Like looks wise, I think you're more likely to like out on the street find an attractive woman rather than a, an attractive I, man. I see more men in good shape with women that are like not. In, like I see guys who are like legitimately fit with girls are that are like overweight. Like, is it like anytime <laughs> you go to anytime you go out? If you, you go, go to, to the Target, nightclubs? you go to. I'm saying like if you, I'm not talking like out out. I'm saying Target where Mary's people where you, yeah, couple, where you see couples. Where you see people where you see couples together. Target is just a great place. Period. Dude, I <laughs> I heard a cuties at Target. I heard this. I saw this. <laughs> who work at Target? <laughs> I saw a TikTok. Someone was taught. They were taught like a, a woman, a young lady was talking to other you know girls. 
Um, and she essentially was saying, look, I just heard that guys, when they're ready to settle down, they just settle down with whoever they're with. Like, guys don't look for, like, the perfect girl and yeah. blah, blah, blah. They don't have all these things that they need, blah, yeah. blah, blah. If a guy is with a girl and he's like, okay, it's, I'm ready to settle down, whoever's the girl that he's dating is who, who he's going to marry. <laughs> yeah. And she was, like, this, like, ma- messed with her whole worldview. She's like, what do you mean? Like, he's not my soulmate. He's just, I just happen to be in the right place at the right time or whatever. It's, it's kind of like that. You know, so that, again, that's another thing. It, it shows how differently men and women behave towards, you know, relationships. I, I like to white pill myself and, and remind myself that, hey, through all of humanity, for the most other than like a few instances like Genghis Khan, um, <laughs> attractive people meet attractive people and make attractive babies. And this has been the case for yep. hundreds and thousands of years. So like... We are at the, we are very unhealthy right now, but we're also the hottest we've ever been, like as a country, you know. This gets that to me. This gets into the into like like postmodern. Well, we have the most of, like beautifying technology, I guess. Yeah, that's and true the most too. leisure have time you, to work out. Have you guys seen those? Women tic- literally turn their faces into something completely different than what it have is. You've seen with those, makeup? the TikTok filter that's going around right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you it's go out, completely changing. Women your face. aren't really wearing makeup when you go yeah. out. Like, I think they are. I don't really see a lot of women wearing heavy it, makeup. But it really depends I... where you're going. Like, you go guys, the idea of, high, of heavy makeup is probably different than your idea of heavy makeup. What's your like, idea? I'm saying like uh, uh, any amount of makeup on the face to a to a guy might make it look different than what it looks like with no. Like if there's nothing that covers up blemishes at all is different than just wearing contour and stuff like that. Uh, I, I don't really know what you're talking about. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Uh, I mean, the point is, is that I said that women change their face with makeup, and I think that's true. Men oh. do with beards. And well, I yeah, I'm just saying, that is absolutely like, true. That is absolutely true. When I leave the house, I don't see a lot of women, like, wearing tons of makeup. I look exactly the same with and without a beard. Really? That's a lie. Exactly I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> of course it's I mean, a lie. it's relatively short. You don't have, like, a large beard. It, it it matters though. It, it's drastic. Like when you see a guy with like even just a little bit of a beard and they go clean yeah. shaven. It's we kind of got off track, yeah. but I also I had seen like all these girls say I liked young Leo DiCaprio, but he's like he doesn't really have it going on anymore. He kind of is starting to look greasy the he's older looking, older he gets. He's looking cabbage patch. <laughs> so. It's giving cabbage patch doll a little bit, but he's like. Like a real you know, soprano is what he's starting to look if they, like. If they <laughs> date older, him, older then that's gets. their business, you know? That's their choice. All right. Uh, uh, okay. First, we're going to talk about The Idol. It's a show being developed at HBO Max by Sam Levinson. Um, recently, people have been talking about it because it seems to have been in production hell for a long time. And now we know why. It is because Sam Levinson chose to basically overhaul the show in the middle of production to rewrite and reshoot a bunch of the scenes that uh, he will now like use to insert his perverted obsessions. Um, <laughs> and what I mean by that is like not just uh, the the content of nudity and sexuality that you might expect from a modern show these days, but like going beyond even that level uh, to the point where it's just like made everyone on the production set feel like suspicious of what he's actually doing. Um, So this article from the Rolling Stone 
uh, has gotten a bunch of anonymous people from on the production to comment on it and like how you know the original message and meaning of the show has evolved into just like what they called torture porn uh one person said uh this this quote really annoyed me and it annoyed brett too i know because he posted on twitter um they said what i signed up for was a dark satire of fame and the fame model in the 21st century the things that we subject our talent and stars to, the forces that put people in the spotlight, and how that can be manipulated in the post-Trump world. However, they add, it went from satire to the thing it was satirizing. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what they meant by the post-Trump world and how it's any different what, uh, why do being they... famous pre- and post-Trump. That part was BS. What they were saying about it being a satire but then becoming what it was satirizing i totally understand so like sam levinson uh if you, if you don't know this show they've released a ton of like teaser trailers for it because they're just stalling at this point but basically it stars lily rose depp and the weekend um they also have like other people like troy Sivan in it um and then jenny from blackpink just like people that are going to get uh built-in audiences to to watch it um but it's about lily rose depp as this pop star she meets uh the weekend's character who is secretly a cult leader and he like starts to take control of the trajectory of her career um so sam levinson seems to think that he's about to make the next eyes wide shut and uh then you know he himself is creating this example of like the lame reality which is that they're not having these like shadowy uh you know ritualistic masquerade balls they're just um you know writing weird perverted sexual scenarios into tv shows that everyone would feel awkward both filming and watching um another person on the production said it was like any R-word fantasy that any toxic man would have in the show. And then the woman comes back for more because it makes her music better. Who has the, the R-word fantasy? Um, they're saying that, like, it's written from the perspective of a man. Because the, the, the R-word fantasies are not typically the male R -word. fantasy. Well, it's Levinson's for sure. Mm -hmm. So if you've watched Euphoria, and we, we like, asked this in the poll, did you like euphoria if you watch 79 percent say they didn't watch yeah, it. yeah i voted no and uh to be Did fair you watch that? i have not watched an episode but i've seen trailers and um a while ago i watched mm -hmm. uh, requiem for a dream mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys have seen that but that movie just really the, like it, that movie messed me up and, and it, i just did not enjoy it and when it comes to like the depravity of of like the human spirit with drug use and sex like it's mm -hmm. just not something that to me that's a yeah. horror movie to me that is pure terror you would know? you say like, euphoria is the same that's then? what I, yeah that's what i'm saying like euphoria to me like I, I could be wrong i haven't watched it but to me every indication i've asked people and they're like yeah it's basically all it is it's just like drugs and nightlife and stuff and i'm like i'm not interested well yeah it's i always said this about sam levinson on the show that i think it's weird he would go out of his way in a show about high schoolers to depict the them doing all of these weird porn like sexual scenarios that honestly like gen z is really not engaging in they're they're partying they less school? 
No, they high schoolers are are partying less, drinking less, socializing don't less, believe and the polls. having less sex than previous generations. Don't believe the polls. They just gave Zendaya a million dollars an episode. That's her new contract mm-hmm. for that show. So well, yeah, maybe Gen Z is are is watching they are it. In love with, but that. it's not something realistic. If they to their aren't experience. relating, they're being inspired. Like if the justification is that we're putting this on screen because it represents their experiences. That's just not true. Like, uh, if if we're if it, it doesn't really if it doesn't match reality. their experiences, it's inspiring them. Totally, like, yeah. You know, so yeah. Um, I mean, I but think it it's weirds people out when it's like we're watching people that are like playing underage high schoolers. I think doing it, sexual things. It weirds you, you know, me and you out. I think a lot of people are eating this stuff up. Whatever, they either are. Yeah. They're not even. It's not even. But it's also a sort of situation or... where I think it's playing a psychological trick on the audience, where it's trying to make you feel creepy for watching it, when in reality, like they're the ones thinking up and creating all of this content. Well, I you do know? feel. I like even just like the premise of the show makes me feel creepy. Yeah. That's why I have never watched it. it. That's why like, I don't like it. Comfortable. Like Sam Levinson is like beginning to make a reputation for himself just off of like the shock factor stuff just mm-hmm. seeing the reaction that he can get out of you know putting as much explicit uh dark stuff in his shows as possible um and I, then making anyone who criticizes it who criticizes it think that they just don't understand art right i know? totally believe this one's going to go to the next level because you've ever if you've ever seen any of uh, the weekend's music videos they're they're weird creepy yeah. uh there's high level of detail that goes mm-hmm. into making them creepy yeah the weekend um, um seems to want this show to become a show just about his own character mm-hmm. so he totally supported sam levinson waltzing into the project um and replacing the showrunner that they had before um it said that he was the reason behind the shakeup and wanted to tone down the cult aspect of the storyline and pivot into something else entirely, dropping the, quote, feminist lens through which the show is being told as a result. Quote, it was like The weekend wanted one show that was all about him. Sam Levinson was on board with that. Um, so I don't know. I don't think that this show would have been good coming from the feminist lens or from the, you know, narcissistic story about The weekend that it was, like, reshot into. I think it was going to be horrible regardless. Um, and that HBO is just throwing money at anything that Sam Levinson makes because he's the moneymaker of Euphoria and he can do whatever he wants. And that's what a lot of people on the crew ended up realizing. He wasn't even sending uh, information or scripts to HBO executives anymore at some point. And the general vibe was like, uh, you know, What's HBO going to do? Pull the plug? Yeah, right. If they want a third season of Euphoria, they'll give him what he wants. Um, and we're just going to shoot what we want. And if HBO has a problem with it, that's, that's on them. So Sam Levinson now has license to, to just like in, insect, eh, sorry, infect like whatever entertainment he wants uh, with all of these perverted themes that he is obsessed with. Um, and just make it Euphoria season three alternative ending. You know, people say that about, um, at least with the perverted mind, uh, what's, who's the guy that created American Horror Story? 
but oh, I can't remember. all his shows he creates are real dark and effed up because it's not just like horror. It's always got to be this weird kink that's involved, you know? Like there's this one season of American Horror Story where one of the main guys going around killing people wore this leather like sex suit. You know, Ryan like Murphy and Brad Falchuk. There you go, Ryan Murphy. Um, and I, he, I've heard a lot of people talk about him that way. It's just how dark and perverted his mind is now but he doesn't get the controversy though because he has like a lot of people love working on that on that show because it's fun people get selectively offended about things yeah I think. but he also like knows it's so absurd you know yeah. part of it it's kind of like the fast and furious movies people realize it's ridiculous but it's fun to make them it's a fun watch you know people yeah. are having a good time i think like whether you're framing this as uh you know it's like a toxic male, uh, you know, enacting his R-word fantasies or a feminist show about a woman, you know, uh, self-actualizing and like finding herself in her sexuality. Those both, both of those ideas sound like dog shit to me and I don't want to watch that. Right. But, and I also find it puzzling that HBO Max is supporting a show like this, which is like at a $75 million budget both to shoot the first time and all over again a second time when supposedly Warner Brothers is trying to cut costs right now. Yeah. Like massively. And he's just like literally flushing money down the toilet on what they call torture porn. I was reading an, uh, an article and it's a big problem that like these studios, I mean, whatever it, whether it's garbage like this that they're trying to create or if it's like, uh, what was it, Supergirl? Superwoman? What about that got canceled? They got Batgirl. Batgirl. Yeah. That's the reason they cut it, though. It's like a it's a write off now. You know, like right for whatever the reason is, you had this huge team that made this movie. You know, and then all of a sudden there's just one little streaming service. It's like no, you know, mm -hmm. just cut it. And, and it's just a crazy time that we're in. Um, but we'll yeah. see. I, I I think this could get the same treatment because uh, look what's doing so well right now. The Last of Us. They might. So, mm -hmm. you know, just let, let this ship sink and focus on that. Build, get ready for and season two, three. And House of the Dragon did three. really well, too. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, there's something else. I know there's something I just, else. I don't understand how they make these decisions because, like, it, it said, you know, Euphoria season one had this budget, and with each season they raised the budget. Mm -hmm. But um, the quality isn't isn't changing and the content isn't changing, what are you spending the money on then? Actors' yeah. contracts. It's just the salaries of the yeah. people working yep. on it. But after all, you know, most of these people, making more except money. for Zendaya, I would say most of them are known for being on Euphoria and that's it. Does HBO have, they have ads or no? Uh, you, I don't have ads on HBO, but you can get an, you can get an. But like, ad if you're watching version. HBO, like if you're watching Euphoria live at 9 p.m. or whenever it airs, does this like, like on actual no. HBO? I have no idea. I I only okay. have I have HBO Max. So they, yeah, and there's there's a way they quantify the increased subscriptions. There's a way they see how much traffic is going to that yeah. show. So as it gets more and more popular each year. Yeah, but this know. new show, The Idol, it had like 10 million dollars. Per episode or something for a six episode series that's not that much why six episodes first of all 10 million dollars like, isn't that much i'm really yeah. sick of of seasons of these shows being like shorter and shorter yeah. and people still can't like 
stay on board but long enough. I agree. Yeah, sixty. If you think of it as a movie, it's a sixty million dollar budget from a major studio. It's not that. That's pretty. The tiny. average network television episode costs like seven to eight million dollars to make. Yeah. I mean, that's probably more now. That and and it's uh, you know you have. You know, that's not that bad, especially considering um, Levinson's coming off, you know, even if it's controversial. It's hot right now. Well, let's now. get to the controversy. Um, so <laughs> Levinson wrote scripts that were very disturbing with uh, gross, like, physical violence and weird sexual scenes between Lily Rose Depp and The Weeknd. So it says there were allegedly a scene where The Weeknd bashes in Depp's face and her character smiles and asks to be beaten more, giving The Weeknd's character an erection. Uh, this scene was never shot, says Inside Sources. And another scenario was for Depp to, not Johnny Depp, his daughter, to carry an egg in her private parts and if she dropped or cracked the egg, then the weekend's character would refuse to R-word her, which sent Depp's character into a spiral, begging him to R-word her because she believed he was the key to her success. And the only reason that this scene was not filmed was because production couldn't find a way to realistically shoot the scene <laughs> without Depp having to physically insert the egg. This sounds like a South Park episode, straight up. Like the level of absurdity we are reaching. And uh, this source says, it was like, what is this? What am I even reading here? It was like sexual torture porn. And uh, all their sources say Levinson intended to dramatically ramp up explicit content and that's becoming his calling card. So uh, he you know, has gotten backlash for gratuitous nudity in all of his other work and it just seems to be something that he's fixated on continuing and and pushing boundaries until someone pushes back and then he's like okay does he hate actors like he there were it said like sydney sweeney talked about this and like alluded to it uh without like making him seem like the bad guy she said there are moments where cassie her character was supposed to be shirtless and i would tell sam I don't really think that's necessary here. And he was like, okay, we don't need it. Like, there would be moments where it was totally unnecessary. And he's just seeing how far he can take things before say, somebody pushes back. Yeah, maybe it's just and usually like, they uh, won't because he seems to be like the, the person, the darling of HBO Max just because he made Euphoria. That but, makes the whole story creepier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just funny how, like, these things are selectively enforced, you know? Um, I mean, if you want to be uh, edgy and uh, write a story about the R word and talk about the things that society wants to talk about, don't make it this absurd story. Like, make it about, like, mm -hmm. some serial, you know, criminal that can't be caught. You know, the detectives are trying everything to find him and they can't catch him. You know, show the real dark side of something that actually occurs in this world. But this is just ridiculous. Like what you you know what you've yeah. just read to me. I mean, he's it seems like a desperate edge lord. But it's also like he's lost his flair. Like he it's it's just you know it's like it's not interesting, man. He found um, Chloe Cherry for Euphoria by watching her in in porn. Oh, like what? who could have seen this who coming? Is, you know, that's, like that's he's crazy. 
she was a, the character Faye in Euphoria, and that's basically like how she's launched her <coughs> career in like mainstream entertainment. Mm -hmm. But he found her through porn. So like, obviously this guy, uh, you know, has some weird proclivities and fixations yeah. that everyone else is like kind of made uncomfortable by, but isn't willing to say anything because he's, you know, the power player. Wasn't... Now I like him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wasn't HBO though the like the off limits like they'll show anything network mm -hmm. like historically? Uh, not. I mean, really? it was the it was the first like home movie channel like where you pay and stuff and so like you would see like like i mean, i remember when i was like like little little kid and like revenge of the nerds was on hbo and that like that uh -huh. you saw like bush and boobs and stuff mm. in the first one and uh so i don't but it wasn't like porn right right right, like, right i don't i don't i don't think you could ever get actual porn porn on cable without like paying Some additional like yeah something yeah. like that I think you maybe maybe had like Hustler had it probably was the first Hustler and Playboy were the first yeah. adult. Well, the, the problem channels, now is you know? that the <clears throat> distinction between a normal TV show and porn uh, is blurring, not only because of the amount of sexual content that they're putting in mainstream shows, but also because it's so poorly written that like yeah. normal storylines in normal TV shows are almost as bad. As it's, porn storylines, like it's yeah. it's getting to that point where like it's all have, blending uh, together. I have a theory about the quality of of entertainment that's coming out, and and I don't want to get into it because it might be too political. But like I I'll really, say whatever. Well, the thing is, I feel like like the whole like the woke stuff is affecting the quality. It's like they're mm -hmm. not just it, yeah. are the stories you know hit, hitting the 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 points, but the hiring of people that are writing the stories. Like if you're not hi if you're hiring people based on you know any kind of quota, that means that you're not hiring people based on ooh they can write good stories. So and I I yeah. I feel like you I feel like that's something that people are going to be noticing more and more in in the entire like world like or yeah, not with the entire absolutely. world but all over the West. Like you're going to notice you're going to notice that the quality of things that you get put together, the quality of service is going to be going down mm -hmm. here in the U.S. People already complain about like McDonald's and like you get messed, your, your stuff gets messed up at the drive-thru. That's going to become the norm for yeah. everything. It's harder to get people to come and work on your house or if you have, have to get... Oh, it's impossible you know, right like now, yeah. Tim's having all the problem getting, getting the, the new building built. That's part, mm -hmm. I feel like this is all, it is tied in with the... With the um, the supply chain stuff, yeah. but I also think that the fact that quality people, quality workers, people that have have skill and and a a you know, high skilled workers, I feel like that's going to be be hurting a lot. And it, for you're people see who it. take pride in their work, yeah, like, look, think I mean, that it means anything. Well, yeah, like Halo, the new Halo, yeah. like Halo Infinite, <laughs> like that's the biggest. It was the biggest video game name ever, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Everyone knows who Halo is, and. Microsoft made a whole ass company just for that game yep. and they have blown it so bad they, it's it's probably People are quitting they're it's, leaving yeah it's probably worse than they did they they probably the, 343 probably did worse with Halo than Disney did with Star Wars oh maybe. and it was probably set up e with an easier delivery I think a big part of the problem that we're seeing too is like with you know we can get into why this is the case but I think we're seeing qu quantity over quality in yeah. everything Partially, yeah. in Hollywood and in, in people' ability to make art. Uh, I mean, I I complain about it because you know I'm a nerd when it comes to like civil engineering and 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 buildings and like 
all the new cities are getting these same little little boxes on the hillside, right? Yeah. The little ticky-tacky apartment buildings, right? They've got shops downstairs and you're five minutes from your work and all that, you know? And it's getting the same treatment here. It's like uh, just they're so quick, so quick. Netflix canceled well, shows but, after but two to, seasons. To your point about your civil engineer point, that, that stuff actually turns into dead bodies that turns in, into people that are that die because yeah. if you have people engineers that are building buildings and they're not qualified yeah. and the building falls down all those people are dead yeah. because of social justice because the person because that we had to pretend that we don't need competent white men thank, to, thank to you to build things you know that, and that I, last. I, I don't care about like i'm, I'm not super I, I know that it's, well i'm saying that because you know historically in this country it has been competent white dudes that yep. make things you yep. know and, and, and they work. Yeah, and, and the focus on getting someone that has different identity characteristics into job positions does lead to deaths. It leads yeah. to failures. It leads to but bad. But it also leads to shitty entertainment. Yes, it makes your whole society suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, but, or suck, not, but, be not as good as it could be. Yeah, I mean, they're just checking boxes and just trying to get the product out, no matter what it is, and... Everything suffers along the way. Yeah, uh, the consumers, yeah. the people that well, I guess except for the people that made it. Damn it! But I want to like the new Halo. Uh, I want to play makes, Halo and I want to like it. It makes people bitter that we're facing all of these practical problems uh, caused by what you just said. Yeah. And then on top of all of that, we don't even have anything uh, actually like good as a distraction from mm. it. You know, like the daily drudge of life. You don't have any good entertainment that can help you escape it anymore. So what what are you supposed to do? It's like the way, failures of reality peek into your escapism yeah, because it's yeah. not as good of quality escapism. The weight of good entertainment has been forgotten because it's like people are they, – they want – like with the streaming services, it's like it's totally screwed us. I mean, I'm going to the theaters like once a month, right? That would be enough – and people would be entertained and they wouldn't be home watching movies uh, for 10 hours a day. You know, like they'd get off their butts, they'd go out to the theaters, they'd give their money to the local community. Some way it would pay, you know, someone's job to fill up the popcorn, uh, take your money, scan your tickets. And right. And that's just being lost. Mm. Theaters are not. First of all, they're not showing movies. And if they are, it doesn't matter anyway, because the production quality has gone down the drain. So. I don't know. I don't know. What do you, Brett, you're, you're the kind of the de facto movie guy expert. I mean, what? They're showing, if you had a magic wand, if someone was just like, Brett, we need you to come to Hollywood and fix it. What are the first things you're doing? Less I mean, is more. It's, it's recovering a little this <sighs> year. It's not um, the theaters a little bit, but it's a In terms of the, the quantity problem. that they're actually, they're actually showing new things more often. I don't think that the quality of those movies is necessarily getting any better. Um, but I'm sick of, like, as someone in the audience, being toyed with. Like, being used as some kind of social experiment. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, like, like, this one crew member said, in terms of, like, Sam Levinson incorporating all of these weird, like, violent and sexual scenes, they said, it's such an extreme that there is no message. There is no point. They're just trying to see how much of a reaction they can get. Like, I'm yeah. sick of things that pretend to be deep and, like, point the finger at me for not understanding the point or the message when in reality it's just, like, 
trying to shock me and but like they have to do it this way blind me you know right 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 so if they let, let's say i know this is a series on hbo but let's say this was a movie right before they could they, the ticket sales that they sold would pay for this that's how they know the movie's doing well they don't we don't do that anymore you get a, you have a broad subscription to hbo or you could be watching any i watch south park on hbo right i don't watch euphoria I've never even heard of this idol show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the only way they knowing is that engagement, that interaction, that shock content. The funniest the part of this was the only way that um, they know they're doing well and they're making money is to get them you getting to that that interact. K-pop star um, as like a minor character in the show, just so they could put her in the credits. I didn't. know She has like either. three lines per episode. Really? That's and funny. they just put her in the show. Uh, as like a you know bait for K-pop stands, so they know are going to come like watch the show because it's a built-in audience, and they don't have to rely on the merits of the show actually being entertaining. Yeah. I'm just sick of all the tricks. Like, just make a good show. It doesn't have to be all this complicated. Let's go to super chats. Sure. Andrew Jacobs said, "I start a new job next week. Can listen to PCC all day. Oh. That's a nice job. Uh, well, congrats." Paul's and the kid sent us a dollar super chat without a message, and so did Potatoes for Seamus. Thank you. Fresh nice. Meat said, I don't always super chat, but when I do, it's occasionally. Also, I have migraines, so I'm homesick. First time watching live. Machinists in the chat, sound off. Thank you for the big super chat. I feel um, better. Yeah, yeah I hope you feel better. Thanks Personally, for the crisis I'm, I'm a fan of, of Excedrin. Hmm. That's the, that's the good well, one. you know, I had migraines for for years, and I always thought I had terrible sinuses, so I thought it was that. I uh, thought it was I was not drinking enough water. Turned out to be I was just, like, biting, clenching too hard while mm-hmm. I was sleeping, right? And so it's like, uh, they're the, the craziest things because there's so many things that can cause them, and they friggin' suck. They can totally derail your day. So, mm-hmm. man, take a nap or something, bud. I hope you feel better. Yeah. R. Fontanez said, please bring back Yeet. That's the chat. The rapper? Um, or, like, or like the word in general? Or like, yeah, Yeet. I feel like that was like <laughs> more of a millennial thing, like when you say that before you throw something in the trash. I don't know. Or like Kobe. Yeah, no, that's the millennial thing. The Kobe is the millennial thing. Yeet yeah. is probably Gen Z. This, this, is, this is probably going to date me, but I, what I've been folding back into my uh, lexicon is dope. Soap, yeah. yeah. Okay. I like word. What? Oh, word. What, what was that? Get get a okay. get a snapback that just says dope on it. <laughs> I know they're out there. You know who you gotta ask? Ask Serge before uh, um, you go on IRL again, and just give tell him to give you a few words that the kids are saying <laughs> these days. And he'll just he'll start rolling them off like it's his native. Phil's tongue. gonna sound like a little kid that just discovered curse words but doesn't know how to use them yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, hold on. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm like using yeet or anything. I dope, dope you is should, my. You should. Is my point. <laughs> G Santoyo said, "Hey Brett, I couldn't find Saint Tom at the supermercado." Oh. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I'm guessing this. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know where Hannah Claire found that. Halls and Kids said Tom Cruise on PCC when? Also, happy Friday. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Tom Cruise oh, yeah. is on PCC right now as yeah. we speak. All right. Let's, let's hold off on the rest and we will come back. Okay. All right. Um, next, we're going to talk about the Star Wars vacation of The Lord of the Rings. 
It's uh, okay. it's looking like nightmare fuel so far. Basically, Amazon and Warner Brothers are going to be battling it out for who can ruin the Lord of the Rings in a worse way. Uh, I already saw this comment from Amazon executive Jennifer Salke, who uh, is still shilling for Rings of Power. She said, uh, we'll see. We love our original series. We're extremely proud of it and invested long term. So we definitely think there's enough fan love to sustain ours for a long time. Meaning she thinks Rings of Power has enough fandom to continue for many seasons down the line, which they already are contractually obligated to do. There's enough. But she's like delusional enough to still be telling us that they have dedicated fans. I feel like she's saying the fans love Lord of the Rings enough where we can fuck up three maybe four more times and before that us. before the juice is is no longer there yeah you're right and they'll yes. thank us i'll yeah. ruin the the content that you love and you will thank me and be happy or else you're a bigot yeah exactly well like <laughs> the media the the entertainment press will write glowing reviews the fans a lot of the fans will hate it and they'll call those fans all the terrible That's exactly names. what it was. Yeah. I saw like so many positive reviews for Rings of Power uh, while it was still releasing and it, it was just they were locking, like in March in lockstep to support a mega corporation's bastardization of <laughs> the original works. I'm curious as to how many new viewers rings of power attracted like how many people were not fans we, of tolkien we talked about this i haven't and they like astroturfed the numbers on purpose uh, um they hid the drops week to week mm -hmm. on purpose and like obscured the numbers fudged the numbers so that it would look like um you know it was growing steadily they also um, delayed the time it took for bad reviews to show up on the page. Mm. Um, what this was is, it? Like a whole probably week? All, 72 hours. This is all tied to the whole, like, if this doesn't do well, our streaming service is probably going to die. Well, no, they said um, it has to do well. Yeah. Uh, like, they have no other choice but to make it at least seem like it's succeeding. Yikes. And well, that's why she's like, you Amazon know. Amazon has problems. I mean, Brett can tell you how much he hates their their player but like they really don't have content and that subscription unless they buy it but that know. subscription only used to pay for amazon prime like the free two-day shipping mm -hmm. and then they're like oh but you also get like this catalog of movies and tv to watch so it's like they're bleeding they're bleeding they really do i mean if i've ever heard it like someone speak the truth it's we need this to work and that's what did they, they spend do. on this series again? Like a quarter um, billion? 500 million. No, yeah, 500 million Total? altogether. Because of the, first of all, like what they paid the estate, yeah. um, Tolkien's estate for the property. Oh. Not the entirety mm -hmm. of it, but part of it. was like a billion dollars it. all in, but 500 million, yeah, after paying. But yeah, a quarter billion, billion just for the production itself. A billion dollars for something that everybody hates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they also, in their contract with the estate, are required to continue it for at least five years, I think. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, they, and also I was like shocked at the time that they hadn't even started filming the second season when the first season was out, which is not normal. Uh, like you're normally, if you have faith that a show is gonna continue, you're already filming the second season it's before 
the first it's season. It's a trend is we're seeing, though. Releasing. You know, streaming services will drop you after a season or two, um, yeah. and there will be two to three year gaps in between seasons. Yeah. I don't know who started this trend, but it, it's very common now. Yeah. Many like Stranger Things was like two years before in between its last two seasons. Something mm. ridiculous like that. Next Walking Dead territory of like people just begging you to end the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, if it's taken that long, yeah, you, like I lose interest, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, especially if it's I mean, it's, it's a story that you're supposed to keep, be keeping up with. It's like yeah. I lost interest a long time. Stranger Things, um, but most people like lost interest in The Walking Dead at like season four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we yeah. already mentioned this before on the show, mm-hmm. but Warner Brothers is, they've confirmed they're planning to do more Lord of the Rings movies, and any Lord of the Rings fan was just, like, cringing at that, because you know, like, no matter who does it, it's basically guaranteed to be mishandled. Um, Peter Jackson was the only person that could have done it, and that's just luck, honestly. So they said there are no scripts yet, but... Uh, I don't know if it was luck. I think that technology was limited 25 years ago, so he was forced to create things in a creative manner that... More practical More ways. practical effects. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's luck at all. I think that, that now... Well, I mean, like, the luck of finding someone mm-hmm. who genuinely enjoys the source material mm-hmm. and, like, doesn't despise Tolkien as a person... Mm-hmm. You could never find that these days. You could. You, you could still find that person, but it just it wouldn't matter because they're not going to have the final say anyways. The studio and the executives will have the final say, and that will become more important. So mm-hmm. even if you find people that actually love the, the material, it doesn't really matter if the executives don't. An inside source told The Hollywood Reporter that Warner Brothers hopes to turn The Lord of the Rings into a Star Wars-like franchise. Mm-hmm. That should tell you everything. Um, if you know... like. If you're a Star Wars fan out there, like, and you know what Disney has done to Star Wars, it seems like a death knell for the Lord of the Rings as well, um, that they're going to make it into a cinematic universe. Disney, anything they touch, they want it to be a cinematic universe, right? Mm-hmm. So I just watched the first episode of The Mandalorian's third season last night. And There's three seasons now of The Mandalorian? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how we've gotten this far. Um, and there are parts of that third season that you just can't uh, understand context-wise if you didn't watch Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. They're doing that on purpose so that it's sort of like the MCU. Like, you have to do your homework to understand what's going on. For instance, like, the ship that... Uh, the Mandalorian is is in like you wouldn't know how he like got that ship if you didn't watch Boba Fett like the the expectations are going up for the viewers and the expectations for the people making the content are consistently just dropping like they don't have so, to put in any effort see no but you know as I'm <laughs> thank, thank you, you. <laughs> that one got me and yeah, the bodyguards um oh, man. you know I'll let, I'll let the crisis party finish just give it its moment, you know? All right. So <laughs> as you were, like, talking about all that, I was just thinking about how much work that takes to, like, keep up with the story. But then I realized, you know, these kids, you know, we, we already talked about how obese people are. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> youth sports are dying. This is what kids are doing. 
right? This is what the young crowd, like this, they have the time and energy. This is their hobby. They're invested. They will love, they love watching the Mandalorian and then going to the book of Boba Fett. And I then going feel back. like they're more so watching like Twitch streamers. They're and also the doing Disney that. Star Wars content. But that's is what I'm saying is they live. They live on the internet, like YouTube, Twitch, and HBO, they also haven't Hulu. even likely been introduced to the original Star Wars movies. So no. like, no, they, what they makes don't even them know what care a VHS player is. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and someone I forget who's. I had this conversation with and someone was like you got to remember what star wars did for us as a kid you know whether it was the originals the prequels or the current day they've always been made for children the people who grew up with them in the the 70s and 80s did not like the prequels i grew up with the prequels i liked them you know like I, i they're not the best i will not never say that but i won't trash them you know i enjoyed them the movies i grew up with and then the kids growing up today with the new movies, the new what I don't even know what the name of them for the sequel trilogy, the Ray yeah. trilogy, I guess. F you, Star Wars fans. I mean, it's they're making it for kids, you know, and I think people are trying to hold it, hold on to it because it, it, they grew up with it at one point. No, because the 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 storylines for both the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy made sense. The storyline for the for the. Uh, sequels none of it made sense it's the jj abrams set him up for something and then ryan johnson took that something laid it on the ground and pooped all over it (laughs) and peed all over it and then jj abrams came back and said what the f am i supposed to do with this and tried to make it look like a story again but it was like frankenstein's story and it was a, a mess and garbage. But I it still think all their bad. focus. And most people don't even care about that though, because they're not even paying attention to the story. They just like turn on the movie or the yeah. TV show and turn brain off. Most people are dumber than average. But I the think- rise of Skywalker made less money, so I do think people. I, I do think the actions have consequences, and that's really yeah. Kathleen Kennedy's fault for not being more rigid and actually overseeing the story writing process to, to make the trilogy to make the sequel trilogy with no actual mm-hmm. plan is uh, a very twenty. Something I think do. I said this before on the show, but there is there is legitimacy to the argument that original fans make when they say, "Look, the 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 sequel trilogy robbed uh, the way that they did it robbed us of the chance to see Luke Skywalker, uh, Princess Leia, and Han Solo." in the Millennium Falcon with Chewie and C-3PO and R2-D2, and it's gone forever because yeah. Carrie Fisher passed away. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. that should have been the first thing that they did. J.J. Abrams should have been like, I am going to deliver the scene that everybody wants, and I'm going to do it well, uh, probably at the beginning of the third act in the first in the movie that I'm, I'm doing. Glad That's what he that. should have done. I'm glad you said that because I was just going to say, they should have you in mind, Phil, when they're writing these movies, right? And you and your peers... They should have Brett in mind. They should have me in mind, but they don't. Yeah. They don't. They have they don't. 10-year-olds in mind. Even if it, the movie isn't a kid's movie, that's who they're making them for. So it doesn't selling need to toys, make sense. Selling the Halloween No, costumes. the toys sold horribly, so they, they didn't even do that well. They, they, that's why they made Grogu, though. Yeah. You know, you know like Lego, Lego's a good example of a company that realized that their target audience grew up. Like, their customer base grew up. But the kids nowadays, they're playing... Legos, but it's on the phone. Like they're playing Lego Star Wars the video game. Yep. They're not playing mm-hmm. they're not building Lego ships physically, 
right? And so Lego adapted. They're making the Skylines thing. They're making model model White House you can build, right? You can make a 3D globe out of Legos because they realize Lego Capitol building and they Lego did. Someone actually got stage an insurrection. Someone got in trouble that was at it. January 6th. They got in trouble because they uh they, they made were, that. Yeah, they, they did. Oh, I remember that. They recently bought a Lego model. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, Lego adapted. Not, not everything, but a large portion of their business is still targeting the people that it did in the 80s and the 70s, mm -hmm. right? But Star Wars isn't doing that, you know? Yeah. It looks like this is just going to get um, maybe more confusing than DC in the near future because Amazon's content and their rights to develop the Rings of Power series and anything that, you know, spins off from that is going to be totally separate, uh, like, story-wise from anything Warner Brothers makes. Yep. Um, so then you have to ask yourself, like, what from this is canon? If you were paying attention the whole time, you would know none of it is. But, like, I just think it's a sin in and of itself to make something mediocre. Rings of Power sucked. It was awful. If Warner Bros. makes mediocre to moderately good or serviceable movies in the Lord of the Rings universe, I think that's still kind of doing it a disservice because the person who made it originally was great and you're not great. <laughs> I don't think that we like have the capacity for, for greatness anymore. That's why we're, you're, you know, riding the coattails of stories that people are dedicated to well, to get eyes on it. I like, you can't just make something new. People are also more focused on building, like, a crazy outlandish story than they are actually building characters. And it's like, if you build really good characters, you write really good characters, the story writes itself, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think we've lost that. I can't name, like, any really iconic new characters in the last few years. John Wick. Created. He's old, though, man. They've put out four movies. Uh, in Hollywood terms, 10 years is nothing. Sure. John Wick... Good example. 2014, Good so example. less than 10 years, 8 years. Well, we're going to talk about that yep. a little more later. Yep. Um, for now, let's go to Super Chats. Yep. Wayward Soul said, Portland 2008, uh, I saw a guy who looked like Van Wilder holding hands with a woman who looked like Danny DeVito as Penguin. Eye of the Beholder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess that's an internal conversation. James Orthel when said, I thought Wine Mom filled her booze bra with scissor Nice. <laughs> I think it was vodka cranberry. Oh, man. <laughs> but we'll need to fact check that. Steve Ryman said from Hamlet, I've heard of your paintings too well enough. God hath given you one face and you make yourselves another. If thou wilt needs marry, marry a fool. For wise men know well enough what monsters you make of. I, don't, I can't see the rest of that. <laughs> um, and I haven't memorized Hamlet. What does the rest of it say? Uh, what monsters you make of them. Oh, could have guessed that. Nate Parrott said, uh, no, 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 give Gary credit. Gary of Nerdrotic was the person who coined the term MCU. Feminists and Marvel shills are using it unironically to take power away from the phrase. I've, I haven't heard any feminists using it. I, I always just assumed it was... I've seen, I mean, like, it's parody just, accounts it's just Gary. It. It's just Gary's uh, in that... Uh... I, well, like, if we're getting to the point where Hershey's is calling it Hershey, it could pass either way. Johnny Beck sent us a thumbs up. Thank you. Disco Jensen said, Degenerates with a platform and production crew spreading their message is really nothing new, but modern content has drifted so far from art that it's just fetish material. 
Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's fetish material, though, just can you call it that and not try to, like, frame me as the dunce for, you know, not understanding mm. your artistic message? That's what annoys me. Luis Aguilar said, what is your favorite song that you've discovered on TikTok or Reels? Mine is It's a Rap by Mar Mariah Carey. Um, um, there's this, these, like, two old British dudes that rap on TikTok. <laughs> And they just go. My money has a jingle, jingle. It, it folds. folds. I like the way you do wiggle, wiggle, right? Is that, is that, is that yeah. what it is? Wait, I, think so. I think I so. Remember. Yeah, I like that song actually. Now I do too. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I, I ain't never been with a baddie. That one I, I forget. There are tons of old songs that pick back up again um, because they're getting used in like edits on TikTok. I don't yeah. know what happened. We get, There's a song that All That Remains did that is 10 years old or, or older and for some reason it has jumped to like number two in our really? Spotify thing. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea because it's like it's, it's got to be social media. Yeah, right? it's an it's an intro too. It's like the song itself is like a minute and a half. So there's and it's just a, like just a breakdown. So someone's mm -hmm. picked someone, up a breakdown. Yeah, someone put it. There's a TikTok that out there somewhere with a bunch of views. Spotify's yeah, going crazy yeah. for it. Have like, you looked at TikToks under your songs? I haven't. That's myself. a great idea. You should look at it and like idea. do a reaction to it. We'll do a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Bobcat said, "Anyone else notice how low energy IRL has been lately?" Phil hasn't blown out my eardrums in over a week. I'm trying my best <laughs> to keep uh, that kind of stuff on the on the chill because I don't want to come off too strong early. I'm still I'm still kind of easing my way in. There's there's already people that are hating on me, and I'm, really? I'm oh yeah, they're just like hate him. Well, hate they him. they'll send hate to anyone. Yes, they right? will. They also Absolutely. this guy doesn't know what he's talking about because if you've been watching IRL this week, Ian's been going in. He's been going. He's been <laughs> oh, great. Yeah? He's been super high energy, so. What, what has I he mean, been talking about? Uh, everything. everything, yeah, who knows. Is this yeah. just usual Ian? I mean, it's, it's usual very, Ian, but he's, he's just intense. been on it. He's been intense, like, yeah, all week long. It's There's been, been a lot of times when I'm like, oh, no, oh, oh, no, 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 we need to, hold on, hold Close on. that chapter. Yeah, we need to, we need to, we need to think about this Ian. I, I see uh, Phil just blesses himself quietly. <laughs> I haven't I seen IRL him. lately, so. I love him. We'll have to see. Bobcat said all the quality workers are either working jobs that don't appreciate them or they're among the homeless in the Bidenvilles. <laughs> I haven't heard that term before. Saverick said the greater the polarization, the greater the union. Uh, I'll need context on that, I guess. One Alistair more and then let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Alistair Payne said, speaking of degeneracy, the sex scene in Halo. <laughs> yep. I didn't watch Halo. Yeah. What was that about? It was bad. What? What, what was that? Upset me. They why can't did even it do that show right. Because why is Chief, dude? Okay, so wait. What's this about? Like Master Chief and his helmet? Yeah. Chief like, is why... genetic, a, a genetic anomaly. Like he was experimented on as a child. He does. He shouldn't be. There shouldn't be any sexual drive. Okay. So there shouldn't so... have ever been a sex scene. It's impossible. Yeah. Isn't that just the same thing as like a Mandalorian that can't take their helmet off? Correct. Maybe. It's exactly the same thing. I, mean, like, I really don't even get it because like if you're a Mandalorian, sorry, separate thing, but like if you're a Mandalorian, like how do you like shower? You know, you just can't take it off in front of people. Um, yeah, oh, the, you can take it off alone. Yeah, the chief would take off his okay. helmet from time to time, but it would always be off camera in the in the video games. Okay. Um, in the show, I mean, you just have, it's one of those things that you kind of accept when they, you know, they announce they're going to make it a show. You kind of accept it like, all right, he's going to have, you're going to have to 
see the face. You shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't you have think? to accept that at all. But it's a TV show, and care. he's the main character. Do you guys know if Don't um, care. the helmet is more iconic? The helmet it is. The, but the, the, his face has literally no bearing on the show. The P Pedro Pascal's face has no bearing on the show. People. Okay, know that's the my question. Like in Mandalorian, is that just a double for Pedro Pascal, and he just does voice? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much of it is him and how much of it I mean, is him. I mean, he's, uh, he's got to have a tight schedule. So, like, yeah. I wouldn't put it past them to just have a double for him if he's wearing the helmet. I mean, maybe not. I, I mean, it depends on how much a lot of actors And then they would, would lie about there. it, of course, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> I, I read stories that Pedro was, was making remarks about wanting the helmet off. Yes, uh, he did. So um, He wanted more FaceTime. Well, um, it's valuable for him. You picked yeah. the wrong... You said yes to the wrong yeah. role then, yeah. Pedro. <laughs> and then... Dummy. Also to roast Halo, like they have a human queen in charge of the aliens, which doesn't make sense. Oh, it's so bad. It's stupid. And, right. and then the worst part about it was they said, oh, well, we're doing this in a different timeline. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, cool. So now it just doesn't even count. Right. Yeah, it's, it's like, cool. I don't care at all. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Now, and what's so upsetting is just because when they do finally decide to have a fight scene after like three hours of dialogue. bad. Like, it's cool. You see Chief flying through the air, and you see the potential. You see the spark, and it's just like, who's in charge of this well, thing? I mean, it's kind of obvious that, that it's possible to make a, a, a compelling action sequence in a computer nowadays. So well, it's sure, sure, it was sure. never like, can they pull it off? They can. Nowadays, it's like, just can you get someone that will write a story that people will give right. a shit about? Right. That's really the thing, because, I mean special effects and stuff now it's it's like if you've got a decent budget you know that it's going to look great you know, just... it's gotten to the point where it doesn't take big movie budgets to make a movie that looks good that's that stuff is spent in other they other should places just use you know? the original campaign missions as the shell for each great. episode do you already have cutscenes and dialogue to mm -hmm. build off of yeah. all right we're gonna move on mm -hmm. next uh it looks like netflix is producing a documentary about Pornhub called Money Shot. Nice. It is going to be featuring interviews with performers, activists, and past employees and offer a deep dive into the successes and scandals of Pornhub as a company. My first thought is um, because Netflix is a direct competitor to Pornhub and vice versa, they have an interest in producing content that makes Pornhub look bad, right? in damaging their public image. Yeah. So, I mean, this, like Netflix, YouTube, all of these streaming platforms and porn platforms, they're all direct competitors with each other. And I think one interesting thing that this, this trailer points out, um, they released it uh, yesterday, is that they're also in the same business as Facebook. They are just farming people's personal data yeah. and selling it. That's that's all it really is, and like they're finding the most efficient ways to do that. I have no idea how to how to do this at all, but there's got to be a way for people to own their data and and not have have it be just consumed by social media companies or big tech companies and make a profit off it. There should be some uh, way that I mean, the make... cat's out of the bag though. I like, know, no, that would have been a smart idea, right? The but EU has isn't legislation. It over? The EU has legislation that. They can't. So they can pass laws, but they haven't. Yeah. But there are also things that they, of course, are going to hide from the government. Um, well, yeah, but that's always that's the argument for every law. Yeah. There's always going to be yeah. people who don't follow the if law. If there are a way that like people could control their own data and control which parts 
uh, are sold yeah. and then also profit from it, yeah. like, that would be cool. That's but what, I well, just sound I'm like thinking. Ian right now. Well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, but that's, that's the thing. It's like your data is very profitable. Like it's very valuable. Like what, the things that you do, that information is valuable, really valuable to, to, to companies like Facebook and Google. These are the biggest companies in the world and they've gotten that big because the data they collect. First of all, they collect a lot of it, yes, but that data is valuable to to um, to marketing marketing firms and stuff like Imagine that. There should the, be some way for people to share in that because they're the ones that are the product that's yeah. being sold. Imagine the like an inside look at their analytics and just like the trends that they're able to tell because mm -hmm. it's billions of people and just like their daily lives mapped yep. out. Like, and and even people like myself that I I try to like. Whenever my phone asks, hey, can you track? It's like, I'm always saying no, and I'm always like, or only when I'm using the app. And I still, you know that I'm generating that's, tons and tons and tons of data. And that's all new, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, on every website, Mary, it's like, oh, this website uses cookies. And it's like accept or deny, right? That's fairly new. That's mm -hmm. all that wasn't around five years ago, mm -hmm. you know? So... I, I want you to know what you guys think. Like, is there an organic interest in, uh, like, learning about the you know, secrets and scandals and successes of, of Pornhub. Because, like, a lot of these comments on the trailer are saying, you know, I lost my favorite series on Netflix after one or two seasons for this to be what they put out next. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know what I would watch? Is it relevant? I would watch them, like, doing, like, a, a Dirty Jobs type show, but it's, like, just, like, the guy who's in charge of the server room for Pornhub. <laughs> just just because it's one of the biggest... Or the moderators. ...websites in the world so imagine all the traffic i mean they're probably just using like a data center like amazon web services or something but um that's what i would be interested in just seeing how something that does have such an impact operates but like mm -hmm. not, that's not really porn related it has nothing it's just kind of like the size of them yeah so this is uh obviously going to be touching upon trafficking uh that's a loaded word yeah. these days but it said, uh, one of the interview subjects in the trailer said, knowingly profiting from sex trafficking is what we believe they are liable for. Um, the, more the more I explored, the more aghast I became. I found too many cases of kids whose worst moments were preserved in amber. So it's going to be talking about uh, that serious issue and then like contrasting it basically with like... Uh, people who have made porn into their like work from home COVID job. <laughs> I, I don't think they're... It's see, difficult because there are going to be people interviewed in this documentary who say literally like, um, if it, one of them said, if it wasn't for porn, I wouldn't be alive. Right. Excuse me? Yeah. Um, do you think that we could like play the trailer or would that be Copyright. copywritten? Brad looks so scared ah. when you asked him. <laughs> Stink bug. Um, I, see, I don't know. I don't know if you can like really. And they're also prove making they're this into like kind of a censorship scare. So I I find it ironic when uh, a lot of people start like talking about censorship only in the context which befits them and like their profit margin. Yeah. So like, if anyone suggests that maybe we should like do something nothing specific but like something that could prevent children from either being on content on these sites or watching the content on these sites they immediately say like look who's you know censorship trigger happy now it's the conservatives meanwhile like i think all that 
we want to do is be able to tweet our opinions right and that's not comparable so like one of the people in the interview said it's not an attack on porn it's an attack on people being able to express themselves um which is such a stretch of like mental gymnastics in my opinion I, i think it's not even pornhub that should really be blamed you know with what you're talking about it's more so the social media companies and we uh, uh, like ourselves to blame as a culture because it's like it's not just the fact that Pornhub exists. It's the fact that you go on Pornhub, you see all the stuff that you see. Then you go to Twitter and you see the same stuff. And then you go to Facebook and you see the same stuff. And then you go to TikTok and you see the same. Every single social networking site is filled with it. So well, I mean, it's like t- that's the issue. Twitter and Pornhub are the worst. Like there are there are like guardrails on TikTok bad because it's people live streaming them murdering people you know it's like it's just the depress the worst of human acts yes <laughs> on yes. these social websites I, people get I mean, addicted to violence videos too like that's I, I used to love watching like the road rage videos of people just getting mad and like they'll get out and you know then they'll punch like someone's taillight and stuff that's what i've been noticing recently is like so many fight videos on social mm. media Especially, like, I don't know if I'm getting, like, algorithmically targeted by Twitter or whatever, but I see tons of fight videos on my feed yeah. all the time. There's also high school fights, though, and kids, high schools have always... I mean, but I see them, like, teachers and students fighting. That's weird, yeah. Students targeting teachers, teachers star- targeting students. I see, like... Um, you know, basically, like you said, Brett, like bum fights type content, except no one is getting paid for it. Like people are fighting in the streets for free. Uh, I see this all over my feed on Twitter. I don't know like what that's about. If that's like specifically trying to like make people angry. It, like, I, I don't know. I probably click on them too much and that's like worsening the problem, but more you click on things, the more you'll yeah. get shown that stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, I think that the, I think that there is probably a, a a certain level of awareness that people have, or raised awareness that people have um, nowadays, because there is a narrative that crime is is up. Apparently, if if I understand correctly, there like crime has been up the past couple of years. Uh, the whole a cab sentiment is having serious, you know results or serious consequences uh, if you want to call it blowback or whatever that's fine but um so i think that it's probably that people are filming that stuff more i i don't know that it's happening more because i think that there's probably like three years ago there was probably enough crime where if people were filming it and putting it up on the internet it would seem the same right so i don't think that there's i i don't think that there's I think people are capturing it more because they feel like there's more crime and it's more yeah uh, you know you know Remember, like, cringe compilations used to be videos that people, like, took of somebody else? Yeah. And now all all cringe compilations are people recording themselves doing humiliating things. I don't get that, man. And that's how they end up in the cringe compilation. Like, you're doing it to yourself. So something that's fueling, though, all of this isn't a new concept. Like, the Anchorman movie point makes fun of this about how people want to see shocking things, right? And... They just made it easy. Now everyone's got a smartphone, and it's you can get monetized in seconds. The people, yeah, they pull out their phone when they see someone fighting because they're hoping that this is going to be the video that gets five million I don't know views. Know what it means, but it's and provocative. It's a, it's a nice little. 
it's a nice little payday for people, you know? Um, I guess so. But not, not worth it. I mean, l- listen, listen, you're weighing your options. I could take out my phone from a safe distance and film and potentially make money. Or I could <laughs> intervene and potentially get punched in the face. Yeah. You know, that's those are the options people are weighing. Yeah. Um. Back to the to the documentary. Oh yeah. About, back to Pornhub. <laughs> what we were talking about. Um. <laughs> I, because it's being produced by Netflix, a direct competitor of Pornhub. My expectations for like what information can actually be uncovered in this documentary are low. Like this is the same streaming service that platformed Cuties. Hmm. Like, are you really? on a moral high ground to be pointing fingers at anybody else for hosting content that exploits children when you've done the exact same thing, you know? I don't think they're doing it from the point of a moral high ground. I think they just see it as a market to fill. People might find watching this interesting. I don't think Netflix Netflix has a concept of whether it's right or wrong. Well, there's also, I think, a trend, like maybe in the 90s or something, it was a trend to become more aware of like... Uh, you know where your food comes from or something and then like Pam Anderson made a like a pita ad where she has lettuce over her boobs or something like that you know that was a trend back then and now now maybe it's more of a trend to to know where your entertainment comes from so whether it's uh, adult content or mainstream normal content it is just a trend to like see the behind the scenes you know scandals of that also, way. it's just um, cheaper to make these than it is to make the... To make eighteen ninety nine. Then they were talking about, like, why did my favorite show get canceled? Yeah, that, those were, like, yeah. most of the comments, actually, on the trailer. They were yeah. like, I can't believe that you canceled Mindhunter, you oh, canceled yeah. eighteen ninety nine, you canceled Warrior Nun, all of these other shows that had followings. And then what you come back with is... <laughs> is Is a documentary about about Pornhub that's actually made to fill you with fear and loathing for the world yeah. like the content of that documentary is not supposed to make you feel any better about where society is at and it's not it's certainly not escapist entertainment it, I mean it depends on your your taste maybe for true crime so people many documentaries that, <laughs> it's funny actually that like true crime is now when, escapist entertainment when it is talking about real world evil events because that think, would make me feel worse about my life. When do you, you think know? Netflix starts uh, paying for podcasters? I mean, when do you think you start seeing like just like Spotify? They'd be like remiss the not show. to, right? right? When do you think that starts happening? Because you know it, it's inevitable, right? I don't know. They're trying to make video games, aren't they? Didn't you hear about that? That was old news, though, wasn't that? From, like, yeah, but the, it totally failed. I mean. Just, I don't really get their direction because, like, you try to make video games on Netflix before you tried to have audio content. Yeah. I, I don't know I don't either, know. but they they have enough documentaries. But it would give. It Every I think day for it's them, a new it would give about something super specific that I don't care about. Podcasts. It would give the creators too much power, and they want to keep control of it. You know, like that's why they give a contract, like a production deal to to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Like, they're establishment people that you can trust to make establishment content. You're not going to let a freaking, like, Joe Rogan on uh, use your your platform and your name to... I mean, obviously, he has Spotify, but he had to make huge concessions for that. 
he had to delete so much of his own content from his library of podcasts, which a lot of people thought was hypocritical just to be hosted by Spotify because it's an incredibly lucrative deal for him. Right. So, yeah, I don't see them, like, venturing to podcasting anytime soon for that reason alone. I understand. Yeah, yeah, and they're a lot less lenient than Spotify when it comes to what they allow on their platform. Yeah, um, which is ironic because, once again, they had cuties on on their platform. <laughs> well, you know, there and was... And it had relatively few consequences There was them. this idea, because, like, cuties wasn't an American show from... It was French. It was French, Those right. Those weird That's Frenchies. I, I was going to say, like there was always, like, this assumption, you know, from... I remember growing up, like, the French are, like, these artsy naked people. Like, that's just what they do. They do weird stuff and they're naked. They lose like, wars. You know, they don't yeah. shower that much. And so I don't know why people are so they outraged that the dessert. French did it again, you know? <laughs> like, but... Um, yeah, that's 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 why their spiritual successor is the Canadians. There's one thing to do something like this, though, where you're offending people and it's just inappropriate content like cuties. But it's another thing, like, I just don't understand who in the room is like, yes, people want to watch this. Like, yeah. he, this is what people are dying to see. Postmodernists. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I'll yeah. watch it because, like, if you've been paying uh, attention, like, you already know all of this stuff about Pornhub anyway. Yeah. Like. I keep hearing. Okay. So, to be fair, I keep hearing these stories and I see uh, it's all empty words. It's all just accusations without any substance. Like, where are the, where are the lawsuits? You know, where are the actual... All maybe ever... we'll see I'm in this not, documentary. I'm not an expert in it by any means. I just know of, like, there are certain individual cases where people have had to sue Pornhub for them to remove content of their exploitation mm. from the platform, which made money because they have advertisers and stuff so like that. I've so that's, like, similar it's not really a theory. Like, it's not a conspiracy theory that that happened. It has happened and presumably still does happen because they haven't really changed the way they do business at all since then. It's like, tough though. Do you Pornhub? They haven't. Didn't I mean, they, yeah, they, they removed they all the non-verified yeah. content, but their verification process is not a verification process. Yeah. It's just you hold up a piece of paper and <laughs> but would you blame send them a picture of it. I don't know. It's just so dumb. This is, I mean, yes, like, they're a video hosting website, but they're more or less just, er, you know, erotic YouTube. So like, and now Twitch is basically becoming like half. Hey, TikTok uh, and Twitch—it's so gross. No, that's way. all it is. It's just like, loot. Twitch is—it's it's, you do everything up until the line. And if it's there's just, a it's pool weird, they have in these sight, all, then you can wear a bikini. Like Twitch is full of like Twitch is full of OnlyFans models that are promoting too. their 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 OnlyFans. And communists that are literally calling for violent revolution, and for some reason, and then on the side you have like Aiden Ross talking to Andrew Tate or something. Yeah, right. That's basically all you got. Jesus. Well, now, well, he got banned from Twitch, I think. Aiden Ross did recently. Something happened with him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Permanently. So, so he's gone. Yeah, uh, I think I, so. I watched a moist critical a, video about it the other day. I don't know if it was. I a think perma it's a perma ban. Yeah. Trans communists can wow. try to supply. Uh, drugs hormones to underage children on twitch that's perfectly fine but like you know mm -hmm. oh well let's God. move on to super yeah, chats unusable alpaca said kids is another crazy movie in the same vein as euphoria with teen sex and drug use the the, the documentary about the making of kids is crazy watch it um I, I don't remember what it's called but yeah kids is a, a 90s movie everyone mm. should watch that if they have a chance 
Bro Cody said, hey, Phil, took your advice from yesterday's after show and stocked up on pew-pews. <laughs> Indy Uke said, how did you stop clenching your jaw in your sleep? Oh, uh, that's a good question. So, I mean, you do physical therapy for that, um, uh, but you also just need to practice. You know, a lot of times uh, if you're stressed. Meditation. No, yeah, a lot of times if you're stressed and you're just go to sleep and your body will find a way to relieve that stress and that tension. Meditation's awesome. Yeah. It's not just for hippies. Get yeah. like a mouth guard or something. Uh yeah, I don't I don't use it. I don't really need it, but I do have one. Um mm. but no, I mainly just got some like face massages for like a month or two and that seemed to I know people that uh, my ex-girlfriend would get Botox in. uh, in Yeah. So that was like, if this didn't work, that was the next step. And Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I don't want to like inject myself with stuff. She, she, if she doesn't get the Botox, the headaches get real bad. And like, it's probably like a muscular headache for her. Yeah. Yeah. And she, and even still, she does hack, like she gets them. She'll get migraines without the, even when she's gotten the Botox, but the Botox helps a lot. I wonder why, maybe they're just being very like, cautious with how much they're giving her because it paralyzes the uh mm-hmm. whatever you and you know wherever you're injecting it so it's like i don't think that comes i don't think that skin and that tissue comes back i could be wrong though i'm not uh I'm this not next sure. one i'm gonna need your help to interpret phil uh bad adam 12 said phil i'm bringing back groovy hep cat mods and rockers what no. does any of this mean no he's talking it's i think he's talking about uh Dressing up like, uh, like uh, what's the name? Like ska bands, like the, the Hepcat Rockers and Dark. The, yeah, so I I disapprove. If that if that's what you're talking about, if I understand you correctly, I I disavow. Sorry. Chris Sorry. Lowry said, "Phil, I feel your pain regarding Halo Infinite. That's why I play CE through Reach." No, I never uh, finished Infinite, never will. Long live Bungie and rock on, dude. Cheers. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. Like the, I played CE, I played 2, I played 3. Uh, 4 and 5 were rough. I, but all the stuff that Bungie did, like once they put out 3 and then they put out like Reach and they put out um, uh, what was it, ODST, those were cool and fun too. It's just that when 343, the company that was literally created specifically to do justice for this this property, they just blew it. The biggest, the worst part is, is Forge, which uh, for you guys, if you don't know what Forge is, it's basically like you get to create your own map. You can build a house if you want to. You can build a school. You can you just create your own map. It's like Minecraft for him. Yeah, and so people, like, if the original base game that they created was nonsense, at least there was a fallback option. Mm-hmm. But that didn't even come out. That didn't even come out. I don't know if it's out yet. And the game's been out for a year and a half. I don't they released without zombies. It didn't have Griff Ball. These are, and these game types Nothing. aren't difficult to do. Like, zombies shouldn't be super hard to program, you know? So... Jacob Edler said, Rings of Power is just another psyop to continue lowering our standards so that audiences celebrate trash. Passing it to you for a rant now, Mary. Um, Go. I mean, okay, honestly, I, it's been so long since we were like watching and reviewing Rings of Power that I don't even remember my anger about it anymore. But 
what I do remember was like the media saying that it was getting review bombed and it was getting uh, like dislike bombed and all of this stuff. People were deciding that they disliked it before they even watched it because mm-hmm. they're sexist or they're racist or, you know, they don't think that POC belong in the Tolkien universe and all of this other bullshit. But uh, I remember both of us giving it a very fair chance to stand on its own. We watched it every week. We were diligent. We took notes on it and we talked about it and it just wasn't a good show. Like, it's as simple as that. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm a disappointed mom. <laughs> Read one more. And Shame on you, Amazon. Touchy Subject said, Phil, how do you feel about a story about pedophile, serial killer, clown infiltrating Hollywood, becoming president, and declaring martial law? Uh, does it end with Vote a wood me. chipper? I'm very confused. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to say. It sounds not, like I'm there's like sh- a dig there, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure, but uh, it sounds like the 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 protagonist of your story needs a wood chipper. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move on. There is an actor in John Wick Four named Donnie Yen. He plays an assassin named Kane in the movie. And uh, Brett, you said he kind of looks like Psy, the original. He, he's the OG K-pop star, by the way. Not that in this picture, awesome. but uh, but in some yeah. pictures where he's yeah. wearing the sunglasses, he just yeah. looks like he could break out into song and dance at any moment. Gangnam style. But anyway, he gave this interview to GQ recently, and I guess like GQ is where uh, likable celebrities go to die. Uh, in my eyes, because um, most of it was about comparing his stardom in China to the way he is seen in Hollywood. And (laughs) it turns out that he thought there were several Asian stereotypes attached to his character in John Wick Chapter 4, and he forced them to revise and remove those stereotypes to his liking. Tell him that the rest of the world knows how Chinese studios treat black people. Like, we're aware. You're in no position to talk. I have a question. Uh, what's the difference between a stereotype and just a characteristic of, uh, of someone's culture? Because John Wick, this guy's going all around the world, right? This isn't just happening in, like, New York City. I, John you Wick, know? by the way, who is played by someone who's part Asian. Who? Keanu Reeves? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's part Asian. So, um, here's what he said about it. In China, uh, Donnie Yen can play drug lords, animated monkeys, romantic leads, soldiers, and he can even sing. But in Hollywood, the same handful of tired old stereotypes. The sage warrior, the stern general, the one-dimensional villain. Um, I just can't tell where the script is in Hollywood. Like, our POC actors uh relegated just to villains or are they locked out of playing villain roles because of an agenda (laughs) to make white people the only villains uh they just really can't keep their story straight anymore they said often the typecasting isn't even conscious Donnie Yen recalls getting approached by Disney to appear in the 2016 Star Wars prequel Rogue One in the early drafts of the script, Yen's character, I don't know how to say this, is it Chirut Imwe? Is that it? Uh, yeah. 
Okay, I he was know, the same generic martial arts warrior. Um, <laughs> he said, one thing I pointed out is that he was a stereotype. A typical master doesn't smile. And it was Yen who suggested making his character blind and gave him a sense of humor and improvised jokes on set. In turn, he turned the otherwise straight cliche into the soul of the movie. Um, I don't know if that movie had any, any soul um, or if he was the soul of that movie, but whatever. Um, and something similar happened while making John Wick 4. His, his character is an assassin called Kane, who originally went by either Shang or Chang in the original, in the original script. He said, uh, why does he always have to be called Shang or Chang? Why can't he have a normal name? Why do you have to be so generic? Mm -hmm. Then the wardrobe, again, Mandarin collars. Why is everything so generic? This is a John Wick movie. Everyone's supposed to be cool and fashionable. Why can't he look cool and fashionable? So he just sounds like a petulant child who is whining because he's yeah. not the star of the show. Yeah. Um, but... I think it's really telling, Brett, you pointed out this uh, aspect of it earlier, that he's talking about an anglicized or westernized name as the normal name. And he himself, being Asian, is calling Asian names abnormal. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, considers them generic. He considers his own heritage to be generic, bland, boring. He's the one saying negative things about his heritage, not the people who wrote those things into his character. And if they had written him as a completely westernized character, then you can, of course, you know, level the same complaint. You're, you're erasing my heritage from this character I'm playing. Why do you want to, you know, yeah, like whitewash my Asian heritage? The complaints just never stop. What's well, like that, um, remember that girl? years ago i think she's like from oklahoma uh she went to prom and she had this asian looking dress who's a white girl and yeah she, she had her life just absolutely ruined it was a beautiful dress like it was cool it was mm -hmm. just cool looking well it was an original idea um yeah and yeah yeah she couldn't you're not allowed so and then um, like the not stop me, asian hate thing happened the, you know. um the the yeah i mean i think they really like the SJWs can't decide where they fall on like acknowledging that Asian people exist. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what they want. And like Donnie Yen specifically, I don't know what he wants. He's getting an incredibly a great opportunity to play it's, this role, and all he can think about is what's wrong with it. It's just about. Uh, it's just about power. Just he just wants influence, right? I was going to say, yeah. and that's why and he was able to throw to, his weight around. And that's why he's going to GQ yeah. to complain about it. Because it's like if it's an actual, like... Now it's in all the headlines. ...design choice or creative choice, you're going to go and talk to your coworkers on the yeah. set. And be like, hey, you know, like I was reading this script. I just think talk this might your, work better. You talk well, to your manager and you say, hey, He talked to the director, look. and the director agreed to change his character's name and his wardrobe, redesigned his look, and... Uh, that, you know, was seen as like rectifying the situation. So like, he, so he can go and complain to his boss, get what he's asking for, then go to the press yeah. and complain. 
to right. the press. Complain that there was even a problem in the first place. Sit the fuck down. Like, what Pardon was, my French, sorry. What was the point of, like, hearing his complaint and responding yeah. in the first place if you yeah. were still going to get shit on in the media? Beat it. I don't want you on my set. Get out of here. Like, sincerely, when you go and you are like, look, when you bring creative ideas and then the director takes your creative ideas and says, you know what? Okay, I like this. I mean, Let's work together to get that. And you get what you yeah. want. Then in press, you go and complain too. Yep. You should go to press and be like, let me tell you about this great experience I had. The director was so awesome. Makes my should, life easy. It should be It should well, be funny. all positive. It's and, so and it's like, cast yeah. like a negative thing. How, Underhanded because loser. he said... After he said all of this about like how he was stereotyped, he said, I had a very respectful experience working on John Wick overall. I enjoyed making the film. That guy's a... So I you can him. just seem like you're cordial and respectful and professional. I hate him. When uh, you actually just threw them under the bus. And, and this isn't like... So when it comes to Keanu Reeves, like Keanu Reeves is one of those people that it's like kind of like Donald Glover in a way that like if he's attached to something, you know he's got control over it. He's not just showing up to shoot line, mm -hmm. like to read lines or film a scene. Like, there's a reason there's been four John Wick mov movies, and a big part of that's Keanu Reeves. So I really doubt that there's some kind of racism or whatever he's accusing, the, uh, whatever his accusations are. I really doubt that's going on. Keanu Reeves, especially for a, the fourth time around. Yeah, he's got a reputation of being like the best dude in Hollywood. The, Best, like, the best. We'll go to random people's weddings. Yeah, like, you know, like, well, he has a little bit too much of a like good boy image, in he, my no, opinion, to be true. But he doesn't push that though. That's other people. Yeah, words. it is other people. The other people annoy me. Exactly, That's what and I'm you know, I could see that from certain certain people. It's like, oh, look at the way he dresses, and, and look at the way he conducts himself in interviews. But he doesn't even do any of that. Keanu just, Reeves is just a regular person. I just had it's this so image good. of yeah. Mary in my head with like the talents coming out, and then you're like <laughs> easy, and she's like. It's kind of like being like, okay. It kind of just like chills back. Keanu like, Reeves. <laughs> you kind of like, you know. I just think any celebrity who is like known for being such a good guy is like probably putting up a front. Mary's like, I should get a knife. I don't know about Keanu Reeves in particular, but like there's also the, the like quirky persona that some of them have. Like Jennifer yeah. Lawrence has that. Bill Murray has that. And they're two drastically different people, but like. You can only pretend to be relatable for so long, you know? Well, I don't think he even tries to be relatable, you know? Like, yeah, I think He stays out of the public eye Keanu for Reeves part. We bring image right is, in. like, put on to him yeah, yeah. more so. So I, like, yeah, I excuse that. <laughs> I do wonder if all of the Russian bad guys from John Wick 1 would have complained about the fact that... Russian stereotypes. That they're like, well, yeah. Russophobia. The, 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 first, uh, the first real fight he has with the Russian mob is in a bathhouse. Is that some type of stereotype? When, when did the mobs stop being, like, Italian and start being Russian in Hollywood? They fought in New York and... Uh, <laughs> when the, the, when the United States yeah. is like has yeah. way more Italians than it does Russians. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Same, re same reason that this actor got treated better in China than he than he feels like he gets better mm. treated in the United States. You were among the majority over there. Obviously, there's more roles for you when you're yeah. among the majority. You come to the United States and you're in a minority. Mm -hmm. So w shocker, really yeah. weird. Like I'm sure a, a white actor going to work in China would have like weird stories about how he was treated too. And, yeah, I, I, and I'm sure that they would be far worse than weird. They literally make commercials 
commercials about like with like a, a black dude that has to yeah. go to the washing machine. They wash the black yeah. off and the yeah. Asian guy comes out. They're like massively racist over there this guy is, by yeah. our standards, by Western standards. Yeah, this loser's just making noise because he knows he can make noise. It's garbage. Mm -hmm. It's a garbage thing for him to do. He's a piece of garbage. But he's yeah, it seems like he's getting praised for it and celebrated for it, which is exactly what he wanted. Exactly. This journalist said it's to illustrate what he faced his whole career and what he and other Asian actors are up against even now. So you it's that and it's like it's all like of these headlines actor, about everything everywhere all at once and it's the first Asian male director this and the first oh, Asian yeah, female no. star that. You're not the like, milestones are all like they stack them up and it's like does any of this mean well, anything wait, anymore? Wait, wait Can we until, accept that we've made any progress? Wait until he's the first Asian American action star of the 2030s, right? Wait until they start grouping it by the decade. Exactly. Because, like, They're going to run out of like Meaningless yeah. monikers yeah. for these people, yeah. Well, they've been they've been reusing them. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, you know, and and I hate that. Like, just in a general sense, I hate that because you know what else? Who else does it? Is like uh, some some of the NFL announcers. You'll be watching an NFL game, and they'll give you like the most specific stat of a player, and be like, "Oh, he's the best." He's like, "Yeah." And so you know, the quarterback, he's just the best there is when it comes to Thursday nights in the rain uh, yeah. on the West Coast. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. It's lucky charm. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's cool that you have that data, but, like, dude. Like, come on. They satirize that in the movie um, Little Big League where the guy just keeps getting handed ridiculous more stats more. by the guy he works with who's just, uh, he goes and gives him stats that are, are completely pointless. Yeah, like like I, you know the new stats I like is they just put a they put um, a tracker on the players now, so now you can tell how many miles per hour they're running. You know, I'm like I don't oh, need cool. someone to like lay that out for me. Just put the number on the screen, you know. <laughs> so. Like their cars. <laughs> you know, ne speaking, we were just talking about Netflix. Um, Netflix is doing this is the first time that uh, players have been uh, have a camera and mic'd up for an entire season, um, and Netflix is doing a show based on. Uh, three different players, I believe, in the NFL. And so for every game this past season, they wore a camera and a hmm. microphone during every game and practice. And I don't know what the show's going to be, like what they're going for. Obviously about football, but... Yeah, like, that's kind of... Cool yeah, it's, it's new and it's new. It's well, not. Do you like say to, some uh, shit under your breath that you don't want? <laughs> but I'm just like another freaking documentary, though. You know, even though yeah. I, I want to see this one, I'm just documentaries like, oh. increasingly are just like they don't have any substance. They're not educational. They just have like, you know, weird B-roll with music and then like a narrator who is saying general statements that don't require research. Yeah. Um, like many have said this. That's why I love when people <laughs> do the parodies of documentaries, but they're like done. For trailers. Yeah. Well, for trailers. Equally, like, don't inform you about anything. <laughs> There's one that uh, is like, like a guy trying to fight a baby, but it's set up to be like one of those like uh, Big Brother like drama shows. Oh, I love yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to fight a baby. <laughs> Little baby man. Okay, let's go to super uh, chats. Let's, do it. let's finish these up. <laughs> Carnell said, breaking, over $30 million worth of Grogu Funko Pops are headed to the landfill. <laughs> Pull it up, Jamie. Mm. Oh, if only. Yeah. <laughs> He's also, like, not cute. Grogu looks gross. He has, like, gross little teeth. I hate when he opens his mouth and you can see his gross little teeth in there. Um, <laughs> and his little baby sounds, they just piss me off. I, I want to punt him. The last of my kind sent a dollar without a message. Thank you. Thank you. Jimbo said, 
A children's story that can only be enjoyed by children is not a good children's story in the slightest. C.S. Lewis. I think that's true. Yeah. Was that a quote? Is that, is that wow. an actual quote? If it is, I don't know who said it, but I think it's true. Even if it isn't, good job Supposedly. because it's believable. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Like, we're not capable of uh, making content that both adults and children can enjoy anymore. Because, like, all the adult content is hypersexualized and hyperviolent. And all of the children's content is uh, hypersexualized. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody no, wants to make but, a like, good story. But, like, not hyperviolent. No one wants no. It's like no one makes a good like coming of age story or hero's journey mm -hmm. story or or whatever. Like even and I not to drill back down on the Star Wars stuff, but the the sequels, there was no journey. She yeah. the she was you know people talk about uh, this concept called the Mary Sue. Mm -hmm. Right off the bat, she could do everything. You know, like she was she fought the main antagonist at the end of the first movie and won. Mm -hmm. What the hell are you thinking? Yep. Like, Luke Skywalker didn't even get to face the main bad guy in the first one. Like, if you look at, like... I know. You, I was so excited, too, because the, for a brief moment there, you see the stormtrooper pick up the lightsaber. You're like, <laughs> no way. I'm like, that's cool. And then, yeah. That's cool. Like, he's rebelling, and he's, mm -hmm. like, secretly a Jedi, even though he's been working for Darth Vader this whole time. I'm like, no, or, what, you know, whatever. But then, of course, no. No. It's just a random shot it was, for no it was, reason. It was, there was no, there was no, there was not a quality story. It was mm -hmm. right off the bat. Everybody could do everything. And you, they, yep. they just don't, that's just not a compelling story. If there's nothing to lose, then who cares? So mm -hmm. that's, you know. I did say I was chatting with someone on a random YouTube stream uh, either yesterday or the day before. And I said, a way to save Star Wars is... You got to make an an adults only like made for adults like horror version where people are just dying, like it doesn't necessarily need to be gory and gruesome. Like people say that's a cheap trick, sure, but like yeah, like people like there shouldn't like people need to start dying off. Anakin Skywalker killed a lot of kids in the first, and they didn't the, show it, was, it. And you know how no. powerful that scene was. Yeah, you know, not just well. I mean, it was it was the he killed he slaughtered the sand people and he slaughtered the the young yeah. Jedi. He had a lot of boarding sides. There was, you know? there was a lot. There was a lot of like oh, okay. Man, that was, you it's like that stuff. Pretty extreme in Obi Wan Kenobi though. What? Obi-Wan Kenobi showed some pretty extreme Did they? I haven't watched that uh, one But also like he, he made random decisions To spare people that made no sense As well in hmm. Obi-Wan So that, hmm. that series just, Was just awful Hobbit said Ian been spouting the crazy Is that Ian. true? He's been he's been saying things that uh, make me think that he hasn't put a lot of thought in them before he says them because they, okay. I feel like they kind of run counter to his general opinion and it's just kind of like a, huh. this random idea that. Comes well, out I feel like, like hey. sometimes he says things that maybe he doesn't really think just to like see how other people jive with it. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I disagree. I think he thinks a lot about it. Um, you'll see about because I'm up late. IRL usually ends around 10 p.m. Um, they'll do an after show for 30, 45 minutes, and then around midnight, you'll start seeing these tweets come in from Ian. <laughs> and a lot of the time, he, it's like he's reflecting. Yeah, and like he has a lot Hashing out his Twitter. ideas of the previous conversation. So I think he does, maybe he does too much thinking. That's my, that was my opinion. Well, it like, sounds like he does his thinking after he says the things. <laughs> <laughs> he does the show, goes and watches it, and he's probably tweeting about the things that he was saying. He's like, you know, I said this earlier. Now upon reflection. 
Disco Jensen said, Hollywood and streaming's issue is with all the fresh talent indo is indoctrinated from their Ivy League educations. Schools turned writers into activists. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I fear that, that there's substance to that argument, that the, the quality of the stories that are going to be told for the next, I mean, 10, 20 years maybe, depending on how, how deep the, that kind of ideological possession is uh, or ideological capture is, um, the stories are going to be garbage. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if, you, if, you, if you have one ideological perspective and you are terrified of harming a woman in your movie, like, or you're, you're afraid of harming a, a, a person of color in your movie, then how are you going to have people feel sorry for these characters? Like part of the reason why characters suffer in movies is so that way the the viewer can feel bad for them and cares about them. Like if yeah. you never make things hard for them, then what the hell do I give a shit about the story? My my language is terrible <laughs> today. I'm sorry. Well, it's like it's like uh, Dexter. Um, so spoiler, it's an old show, so I shouldn't even give a spoiler alert. But spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Dexter's wife and his like cute little like girlfriend gets killed and it's like a huge shocker and it's like it's like yes it wasn't the main character but you needed to see something that he loved and cherished to die yep. to impact the viewer you know so it you're absolutely right you can't be you can't treat everyone with kid gloves mm -hmm. poor Julie Benz is that who her name was? No, that it's Rita, but Rita, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Julie Benz who plays that character. That was shocking because you didn't see it coming. From what I can remember, that was pretty un unexpected, right? You know, they're making a prequel about the Trinity Killer. Oh, isn't? Didn't you say you wanted that to happen? No, I don't want. I mean, I I don't think it needs to happen because it won't have. If it's a prequel, it won't have John Lithgow, so there's no real reason to do it. But. It depends yeah. how far back they go. Uh, I mean, John Lithgow was old when that was made, and he's even older now, so they can't do That's a prequel. True. Like he'd, uh, I guess they could deepfake him, but I don't think they'd do I'd that. rather them not, yeah. yeah. Hobbit said, recently a Twitch streamer had sex on stream. She got suspended for a week or two for it. In a yeah. few years, they will apologize to her for the suspension. Uh, I remember that. That's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, why? Just turn the camera Oh my For, god! She didn't. It wasn't blatantly. She was trying to like trying to. No, no. So she wasn't like people make it. That makes it sound like she booted up Twitch to have like a live sexual performance, and that wasn't the case. She was like talking to her chat while her boyfriend was you know with her, but he was off screen. You could only tell because the reflection of the window. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it's you like, can't tell me so that's she not was still trying to do her job. Of course, it was intentional. She pulled her pants down. But what I'm saying is that well, the, I mean the window being there. It's tough because you might not have been able to tell with your eyes, but on camera it shows up, like the reflect. I don't know, or maybe the angle. You'd anyway. be surprised how much they plan these things. Sure, but my whole thing is it's so silly because she's still trying to like do her job as a Twitch streamer. <laughs> And I'm like, just turn it off, go do your thing, just and come off back, the stream, and then right. come back later, you know. Just, but. I mean, they even have like intermission screens yeah, they can yeah. turn on. Like, it's I don't uh, even understand. But they're, it's because they're like weird perverts, you know. See, like, that's they, the they, they try to go all the way that's up to why the line, doing that. and they try to keep pushing the line. It's intentional, it's, yeah. The claws are coming out. That's why Amaranth <laughs> has been banned like five times. You know, yeah. it's like with her. And now she, I, I'm sorry, I just cannot sympathize when she is like talking about her evil husband. Who is like using her for like using her real? body to build an Whatever empire? I'm sorry, story? like you're still doing that yourself. Whatever like, happened that's to that your story? 
Nothing really. Exactly. You think? I think I was thinking it was she, fake all Yeah, along. she was just like, I'm just, you know, like recovering. I'm trying to like, you know, get yeah. therapy and mm, <laughs> like, it's just like. What I hate is there's the never any follow up. Twitch, it's just like she wanted more Sims to feel bad for her, like without you know unsubbing a, because she's married. That whole story was worth a whole lot of tier three subs. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Twitch literally created an industry of microphones that are shaped like ears and lips and yeah. weird stuff like that for ASMR yeah. videos. Weird Get me stuff, out of the simulation, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that meteor. Hobbit said Halo 3 was the goat. Yeah, it was. It was. Bobcat yes. said, when are you guys going to get Wendigoon up here on PCC? You can talk about the movie he's been involved with or analog horror cryptids. Who's Wendigoon? He's a YouTuber. Oh, okay. Oh, he's a YouTuber. Um, people okay. have suggested him to us before. I, he's got I'll look into quite this. a large following. Potatoes for Seamus uh, said Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Where is Surge? Baba Booey. Where is Surge? <laughs> Baba Booey. Where is Surge? Um, well, yeah, what knows? did he say? What was the excuse he gave you guys? Uh, I that boy sus. I think he what said. Do do? Um, Sussy. Do I have to? Were <laughs> <laughs> his exact words, and I and I said, "Well, no." And he says, "Because if I have to, I will." I oh, said, well, yeah. if you if you feel like you have to, you're I don't not want his you. father. I don't want you here if you're if it's an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really funny that uh, he locked himself out of his car this week. He did. Oh, ah. that sucks. I've done that multiple times. The poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Martin261 said, Phil, somebody needs to give Ian Diet Coke, not real Coke. He's too amped. Anybody ready to play BF4? Search out the Boomwave and Trump servers. So this is what Ian does. Ian gets a coffee mug, but what you don't realize <coughs> is it's like five times the size of a normal coffee mug. Yeah. It's very deceiving. And that thing's filled with yep. like tea and uh, whatever else. Aloe water? I don't think... Aloe... <laughs> <laughs> Always that weird something, aloe water. Something hippie like. Something yeah. something that is hippie well, he and said, natural. He said that uh he does use caffeine. He's he uh -huh. but he you know, I don't think people always assume he's like super high or something. I'm like, yeah, he is No, just, he's just he's just, just him. him, you know? Yeah. We love him for who he is. James Orenthal Wen said Donnie Yen and Michelle Yo going woke gave me a reverse <laughs> chubby. <laughs> Good to know. Up inside your body. He also said, Schneider in Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Two words, David Carradine. Moto Surf. Yeah. David Carradine's great. I'm if, so confused right people now. People haven't seen Surf Ninjas, you should watch Surf, uh, Surf Ninjas. Uh, Scott Kino from, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Touchy Subjects said, Phil, Touchy, a serial killer clown that only kills PDFs. It's the plot to my book series based uh, on a true story, including a dead Hell's Angel. Interesting I mean, idea. The original on one story. the original one sounded like it said that the, the, the clown was the PDF. Yeah, that's yeah. how that made it yeah. sound. Um, but thank you for clarifying. I like the, this this is much better. I like this okay. I like the second revision. Yeah. Or the Hobbit, first revision. He like infiltrates Hollywood, but okay, yeah. 
Hobbit said, everything is segregation these days. Race, entertainment, now families separate, make specific things for adults and kids, take away family content. Hold on. We, we, we should have things that are specifically for adults. There are things that should be isolated and segregated for only adults that children don't have access to. There should also be family stuff that's for the whole family. Uh-huh. Like cocaine I, bear. I'm just kidding. I mean. <laughs> well. Depends on what you think, but <laughs> language-wise. Yeah. Um, Part of me feels like you're kind of Wednesday Adams. <laughs> they said that I'm like her ancestor, Goody Adams. Maybe. Um, Maybe. I think I'm a little more chipper. Probably, probably, but it's more of a Friday. Adams. There's the there's Friday. The, I, I feel like I feel like she's there's the blades are there. You know, there's 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 talent. Do you guys see Jenna Ortega and Aubrey uh, Plaza mm-hmm. at the give? The, oh, it's funny, man. It's like a thirty second bit, and they're both just deadpanning, like doing their thing. But they're both like known for those characters, mm-hmm. so it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Hobbit also said divide and conquer much. I. I agree. Um, if there's no kids entertainment that can also entertain adults, then there's a problem. Even SpongeBob. Like, I'm, I'm always going to say this about SpongeBob. My parents liked SpongeBob, and we all watched it. Yeah. Like, it's just funny and clever. Yeah, I remember singing the campfire song with my uncle when we would C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G go camping. That's a SpongeBob song. James Orenthal Wen said, Graf Ian shoots his shot, then has killer's remorse. <laughs> James, James Orenthal, what? Wen, I think. Okay. Potatoes for Seamus said, Brett, I know TC agent when you're going to come meet him. Uh, I'm guessing he means Tom Cruise's agent. Oh, Tom Cruise's <laughs> agent. Uh, I already met him. Didn't you see that photo? They, they go to the he's same. He's literally church. next to you yeah. right now. Exactly. I don't know what you're talking about, potatoes. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right, that was all of them. Yeah. That was all of them. All right, guys. Uh, Kellen, my friend, thank you so much for coming today. Uh, yeah. Um, he complained yesterday. He said he didn't want to come and be on I the show alone. S- I ne- oh, I did say yes. that. I didn't say I didn't <laughs> want to come. I said I want to do it alone because I get scared. Let everyone but, know where uh, they can find you, my friend. Yeah, since um, I didn't show up today, you guys can find me at surge.com on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, please direct all inquiries there. Um, thanks, guys. All right. All right, Phil, my friend. Uh, I am Phil Labonte. Uh, I am Phil that remains on Twitter, Phil that remains official on Instagram. And uh, give me a follow. I'm a lot of fun. Perfect. Mary, there's one more super chat there. Yes, um, you can find pictures of me on Instagram at Mary Archived, and you can also send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. Hobbit sent us one last super chat and said, "Did somebody say crisis party?" So I guess we've got a crisis party incoming. <laughs> there it is. That was awesome timing. <laughs> nice job. All right, let everyone know where they can find you. I already did. Oh, you did? Okay. Were you listening? I was. I was. <laughs> oh, no, I, I. I manually. Oh. I manual today. Okay. Guys, uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasovic. The show is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. Uh, if you want to listen, if you'd like to listen rather than watch, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, Pandora, and Spotify. And if you would like to follow us, oh, there it is again. Okay. No, it's because I did it manually. Uh, Twitter at Pop Culture underscore Show, Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, and on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. There's one more there, Mary. We want to read it? Um, okay, James there's Orenthal. two more. Two Potatoes more. said, Mary, <laughs> buy me tacos. And James Orenthal went and said, Phil told my kids the Russell joke at Freedom Plaza. Yeah. What's the Russell what joke? What's that? 
what do you what do you call a guy with no arms and no legs in a bush? Russell. Uh, what do you call a guy with no arms and no legs in a bush? Russell. What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs laying down in front of your door? Matt. You guys, like, you're not oh, getting these? Oh, sound. Yeah, His kids were probably like, what is this guy talking his about? His kid loved it. His kid, his kid hit me with the first one, and I, I replied with the, with the Russell one. Uh, okay. He's, uh, you he's guys a, are all crazy. There's a T-L-E, not an S-L-E. Uh, guys, we will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye. Later.